Remember how you loved the stories at bedtime about princesses and fairy godmothers? Well, you may want to hold on tighter to your teddy bear and keep that nightlight on, because these are not your mother's bedtime stories. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Not Your Mother's Bedtime Story. Today, before we get started, we'll do our quick intros. The gang's all here. This is Colleen. Chrissy's here. Sherry's here. Karen the mom is here. We can't wait to hear Jacob's story of ghost adventures. But before we hand it over to him to tell his story... There was an interesting news article that was happening in the in the New Hampshire area where I am from. If you Google the library restaurant in Portsmouth, you can see um, what might be a ghostly image caught by their security camera outside the restaurant. And curiously enough, inside the restaurant at the same time, the motion detectors went off, which are completely separate from the security cameras outside. And it does look like a like what could be a ghostly mist, a pretty substantial one if it, you know, certainly if it if it set off the motion detectors inside, which called the called the police on site. So it was it was a interesting news story, especially being close to Halloween. Um, so again, Google the library restaurant in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, if you want to check out that ghostly image. But Let's get started. And Jacob, he um, he has ghost adventures of his own to share with us. So we'll turn it off over to him. Cool. Uh, well, first off, I want to start off when I was little. When I was little, when I was sick back then, like when I was laying down on bed when I was sick, I saw like blue oval light circle. It, it was in the hallway on top of the ceiling. And then I heard, like, ghost noises, like, ooh, or something. And it was really strange. <laughs> it was, like, way back then. And then after that. How, how old were you? Nine or 12 or around then. It kind of creeped me out a little bit, but, <laughs> like, and then I got used to it as soon as I got older. And then when I found out what it was, it was like, it sounded like God was giving me a sign or something. Like, it was like after my great-grandma passed away, like, back then, because I saw her pass away great, no, in my grandma's basement down, down in down in the bedroom on the basement. So, like... So did you see the light light multiple times? Or just that one time when you were sick? Just that one time when I was sick. A blue circle. It was like, it was like a big circle. And there was like another small circle, like this tiny, around it, like on the inside. And then... I saw it while I was laying down on the bed and I heard like a ghost sound going like ooh or something like something was trying to say something to me. It was like a portal to something. 
And how did you how did you feel when you saw it? Did you feel scared? Did you feel comforted? Did you feel yeah, you know, what was what was your feelings when you saw it? I was it? kind of creeped out by it. But like at the same time as I like I said, as I got older, I kinda realized like something there was trying to tell me something. Okay. So it didn't you didn't think it meant to harm you at all. It was more trying to give you a message. Yeah, and I believe it was something there that it was saying something was gonna tell me like everything is gonna be alright and you got a future ahead of you and stuff like that. I couldn't really understand it because I was making them. You know how ghosts sound like when they go like ooh or something, try to jump scare you. You thought it was your great grandma. Was your great grandma like someone that you knew well? Was she kind of a trickster, or was she a warm person, or she was kind of both? I can say she was at a really old age to where she like passed away in the bed in the basement at my other grandma's old house. So I kind of saw that happening, which I shouldn't have. So I think she was giving me, trying to give me a sign. Did this happen right after she passed? Yep. So did you ever figure out what the message was that she was trying to give you? Uh, I never found that out yet. <laughs> so... <laughs> you said when you got older. So when you got older, you just kind of maybe figured out that it maybe it was her that she was just trying to say maybe goodbye or like you said that everything's going to be okay, just giving you kind of more of that comforting feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And then my dad and I forgot one thing that my dad saw it too, and he was like, and it and it, mm-hmm. and I just started crying like. Because I was little, because I didn't know what it was at first. So, and then when I got older, senior year, I went to the Stanley Hotel for my 19th birthday. When I went to the Stanley Hotel, stuff started happening on my 19th birthday, like when I stayed the night there. And it was creepy because, like, when I tried to go to sleep, I hear like voices upstairs, like a group of people talking. And I talked to one of the ma- managers and they said no one was up there. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> and then. So what made you decide to go to the Stanley Hotel for your birthday? I don't know. I never been to it. So maybe it was a time to get a train to go up there and see what it looks like and stuff. And after that, I never went back. <laughs> were you interested, were you interested in, in ghosts and knew its history? Uh, yeah. I saw a few things happen there while I stayed there. Like as soon as I got there, the door opened and, I asked if anybody was here, can you open the same door close? I never should have done that. And it did it. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you wish for. <laughs> yeah. Well, as you might know, we talked about this probably one of our early episodes mm-hmm. that was it Share Your 30th Birthday. We went mm-hmm. there and I had a weird I'm experience. 21. 
<laughs> we haven't been there yeah. yet. Then. <laughs> but yeah, was, we had a similar issue too, where our the cousins I, that I shared the room with, they heard voices too in the room that was next to ours. But then the next day, there it wasn't a room; it was like a storage closet, and you know, it could have been like housekeeping or something in there, but it it wasn't an actual room. And so again, like that whole like <laughs> hearing voices at the Stanley and. And just the overall vibe, yeah, I, I agree. We haven't been back either, and yeah. I kind of want to go yeah, back. Yeah, not too to say and, that I wouldn't and go, but I'd want to go back. It just hasn't happened yet. But yeah, I. Jacob, do you remember yeah. what what floor you stayed on? Uh, no, that's a bad part. <laughs> well, if you had a floor above you, I wonder if it was like the third, third second, floor. or third floor. Yeah, because the fourth floor is the. Where they say a lot of, right, a lot of activity. Sherry, did you stay on the fourth floor? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You did. Okay. But you didn't hear Mm -mm. anything? No? Nothing. Interesting. And we were on the second floor because we were right down the hall from the Stephen King room. I remember that. Mm -hmm. It's like, what's his his number? 217. Yeah. 217. There you go. I was like, right. I was like, yeah, I. I was staying in the room next to 217, so. Oh, so it was the second floor then. Yeah. Yeah. I remember now because it was like, like, I remember walking towards 217. Did this, all of these things, when did you finally decide that you wanted to actually look for ghosts? I mean, most people, like you said, get scared and want to run away, but obviously something happened in your life to make you want to seek them out instead of avoid them yeah so what made me do that is that it caught my interest like back in high school so whenever i went to a stanley i'm like huh maybe become a paranormal investigator and i i called mimi's haunting in fort collins i called her i called her up and then we became a group and started exploring Haunted buildings and stuff and staying overnight. Yeah, we've been doing that for a year now. So what's the scariest thing that's happened to you since you've been doing this? I think it might have been the Stanley Hotel. <laughs> yeah. So have you have you caught anything like on film or in photos or heard any EVPs? Anything like that that you've actually captured? From your investigations? Well, when I was, I, uh, when I got back from the Stanley, I caught a ghost girl named Haley. Well, she used to be my ghost named Haley because I played the Ouija board at home, which I never should have done. <laughs> By yourself? So, we better back, yeah. I was going to say, we better back up a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you play it by yourself? Oh. No, I played it with my other friends, like okay. one of my friends. Okay. So, <laughs> and when you played it, did you are, were you seeking out someone in particular, or were you just playing it to play it? Just to play it, to play it. Like okay. I know, I know there was a bunch of bad, and I never played it once again after after some stuff happening, like hearing a desk of rent on top of my bed sheet when I wake up during school. After I heard that, I'm like, nope, I'm done playing with boards. And then 
after I heard that, I saw, I turned around on my bed and I saw a black shadow standing like right in the corner of my room. Yeah. Yeah. Did you talk to it or did you just let it be there? I just let it be there because we may never know what could happen. So, (laughs) yeah. And then I think it was one evening where I was by my door and I had my black mirror and my black and white pull-up bar. You know those pull-up bars that Mm -hmm. you pull up on? Uh, Both the walls fell over by by themselves. Like my whole room was haunted. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And so I'm assuming your room is where you played the Ouija board. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, it was when I played the when I played the Ouija board. It was first at the Stanley, and then I played the Ouija board at the Stanley. Yeah, yeah. Jacob, I think you just buried the lead right there. (laughs) You just buried the lead. You were playing the Ouija board at the Stanley. Well, (laughs) yeah. And wait a minute. So yeah, so you played the Ouija board at the Stanley. Who who did you get at the Stanley? Who who came uh, on the Ouija board? Her name was Haley. So okay, so this is the ghost oh, girl Haley. Okay, so the girl yeah. came through and the stand at the Stanley at the Stanley. Okay, yeah. and oh, what yeah. what did right. what did Haley say? So she said a lot of things. Uh, she used to mess with my headphones, like turn the volume up and down, because I can actually hear things and see things like most other people can't. I heard her voices all the time and, like, see her shadows all the time. I saw, like, a white shadow just flying across my wall. And I'm like, yeah, that's sketchy. Did she tell you how she died? No. So was the first time that you met Haley, was that at the Stanley, or had you met her before? It was at the Stanley. But then she followed you from there? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And so you said you saw a light shadow, but then you also saw a dark shadow. Yeah. So I'm kind of guessing, like, you never trust a Ouija board ever, because you may never know. You may never know what could happen. So I don't know if it was her or... So, yeah. Did you talk talk to Staley, Haley again after you got back from the Stanley? Or did the or only at the Stanley? I talked to her once I got back. Like I, when we got home on my, me and my friend Dylan, we sat in my room on the floor playing the Ouija board, and I, my hands started to get cold on the planchet. And then after that, I noticed something on my left side of the stomach. It was like I lifted it, lifted my shirt up, a red red hand mark on it and I'm like yeah yeah something was holding on to me and I'm like oh. and we're like yeah no <laughs> Ooh, I just got goosebumps on that one Ooh. yeah yeah but you're you're right though like Ouija board spirits I mean they they know what you want to get and so if you know something like your dark shadow in the room knew that you were trying to conjure Haley I mean definitely yeah. could have said i'm i'm Haley. um yeah yeah oh i got got some chills on that one and never know what you're gonna get through one of those ouija boards i talk from experience (laughs) 
that's yeah. bad. So go go on. Yeah, go on, Jacob. So even after all this has happened, you still want to go out and investigate on your own and find find more paranormal activity? Yeah, I think I kept, I can say, I kept my past up a secret, like with the Ouija board thing and everything. I, I kept that a secret because no one would believe me or anything. Because you know how some people are. Because they don't believe in, like, the other world. And then I became a paranormal investigator because it still interests me. Because I want to learn more experience. And So how does it work for you? Do people just call you or email you and tell you what's happening? And then, then you decide whether or not you're going to pay a visit to their house? Well, I let my friend made me do that because she's like a professional at it. So all around Colorado, have you, are you going to go, I know you said you don't want to, but I think that would be an interesting investigation for you to go back to the Stanley and actually do a a paranormal investigation there. Have you thought about that? Yeah, I have, but I don't know about my friend because it's like too much money. So you have to do some fundraising is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe you guys can, yeah. <laughs> can go on out. So so where where have you investigated then in Fort Collins? I investigated at the Abbey Monastery up in Cripple Creek. It's like a asylum kind of thing. So we stay overnight to like 6 a.m. And what happened? What happened while you were there? Like... Like something caught my eye, like something was watching me in the hall, deep hallway while it was dark. And I saw like, I saw like red eyes or like felt like something was watching me or something. So, yeah. Were you doing any kind of like, were you speaking, like asking questions or doing anything like that while you were doing your investigation? I used a S-Box, Spirit Box. You know, there were Spirit Boxes that you, like, turn on and it scans by itself. I used that, and before I used that, and doing the, during the tour, the, when the guy gave, me, gave us a tour, like our table tour, through the building, I felt, like, really hot and sweaty, like, in the room. And then... After that, I used a spray box in the same room. I, I asked it a question that if you made me hot or sweaty, and it said yes. Hmm. It was kind of sketchy. So you felt you felt hot, not cold? Yeah. And did, you said you it felt like someone was watching you and you saw eyes, but how, how else did you feel? So did you feel like something was trying to harm you? Did you feel like something was trying to communicate with you? Uh, both, because... Both? Okay. Yeah. And was it, like, you yeah. just felt hot all over, or was it, I mean, I know you talked about, like, the, the hand mark that you received, like, or was it more of, like, centered, like, was your face hot, or were you just, just kind of, like, your whole body temperature? Just generally? Uh, it was, like, my whole body temperature, because it felt like I was about to pass out, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I had to get out of there real quick so I could cool myself down. Yeah. 
was it making you feel nauseous and everything too? Like you were almost yeah. like feeling like you were going to get sick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was there any smell to it? Yeah. It smelled like dead bodies in there. Oh. There weren't any in there, which is a good thing. But like. Sure there was at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So before you before you went there, Jacob, did they tell you or explain what was going on at the Abbey? Did they say like what people have experienced or anything? Were you prepared for anything that could happen? Uh, I was sort of prepared, but not really. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a confusing moment. So, like, I had to prepare myself. When you, before you do an investigation, do you do kind of like some research on the property and, you know, what, um, what people have indicated could potentially be haunting? Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds like this place there, it was some kind of an asylum that it seems to be, that would be who's haunting it. But, you know, sometimes they'll talk about, oh, there's a specific spirit that is died there or, you know, was, was murdered or, you know, some kind of story that. People tend to go and they, they have similar experiences. Like, do you know if other people experienced anything like you did where they're, they were feeling hot, they were feeling sick, they, there were smells associated, things like that? Yeah, they had some backstories to, from the Abbey Monastery in Cripple Creek. They, it was like a school back then. I don't know the whole story because I have trouble memorizing things. I remember it's like used to be like an Indian tribe thing. So how often do you guys go out and investigate? Yeah, we go every once in a while when we have the money for it. <laughs> so that's true because most of these places will like require you to pay a fee in order to to stay and and set mm-hmm. up right. Like they require you to pay to to do an investigation. Yeah. So I just I just I just googled the the Abbey Monastery in Cannon City. And you can you can go on a ghost hunt. You can pay to go on a ghost hunt there too. Um, yeah. You do have to pay for it. Yeah, it's, I think a lot of these places are like that where they offer their facilities. But yeah, for a fee, that's how they make money too. Like people will buy these old asylums and run down places and, you know, right. rent them out mm-hmm. to paranormal groups. Right, you can do an investigation, but it's going to cost you. That's and I know the Stanley yeah. Stanley's not cheap. Right. It looks like it. It was a try. They tried to make it a boarding school at one point, and then a winery. But now, no. Nope. <laughs> Some drunk ghosts. Yeah, they try to make it to a winery, or. But yeah. now it's just open for paranormal investigations and yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. That. The building of it, many people died. That prisoners can help to construct it, and there were many untimely deaths just building the abbey. So that they believe that that could be some of the the, the sad history yeah. to that place. The spirits, right? And Jacob, where did you say you were in the in the abbey when you had that experience? I was like in the first floor when you walk into the abbey. And there's like this. There's like this chapel or something, like chapel church. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then there's this, when you walk into the chapel church, when you walk in, there's this 
tiny room to go in. And then that's where I felt the warmness and stuff. Yeah, I just looked at, was looking it up, and it said it mentions the basement that there's um, yeah. something with the basement as well. There's a dark, the dark passage that connects the basement to Ullathorn Hall, which allowed monks to travel through the community undetected. And it says previous guests report feeling like they were followed throughout the monastery, only to realize no one was behind them. Kind of what you experienced too. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a pretty scary. Did you have any other um, investigations recently, Jacob? Not really. I'm trying to go to this uh, graveyard in Greeley. It's called the Red Grove Graveyard. Red, Red Grove Cemetery Graveyard, yeah. And I heard it, that it's pretty haunted. When I get the money, it's like only 35 bucks to go in overnight. So I'm going to try and save up that up and go next month. Cool. You'll have to let us know how that one goes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about graveyards, man. I don't uh, know if I could. <laughs> somebody would have Something to pay me $35 to stay in a graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you take you take a lot of photos and uh, when you go there, Jacob, or something? Or like- you, yeah, my friend Mimi, she has a YouTube channel, so she does make a lot of YouTube videos about paranormal investigations and stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah, and she has like all different kind of devices and stuff. So, what do you think is the most useful to have with you on a paranormal investigation? I need a use their spray box, like, that I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take that with to the graveyard and see what I can catch. And, and are you not, you're not playing the Ouija board anymore, right? <laughs> Hell no, I'm not. No. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> nope. That's nope. A, I, I was going to ask you if you feel like you still have, like, Haley with you or the shadow person with you after that or or no you feel like those presences aren't there anymore no they're gone because I said the last time I played I said goodbye to it and it left okay oh, good. good yeah good interesting well do you have any any other like favorite experiences or favorite investigation things that you want to tell us uh, I think my favorite investigation was the Abbey Monastery. Okay. Yeah. Up in Canyon, Canyon City, Canyon City. Yeah. 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 That seems like an interesting place. It seems like it has a lot of history mm-hmm. in with it. So you said that. Is there any other? places that you've talked with your friend about that, you know, aside from the one that that's coming up with the cemetery that you want to investigate. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, just really kind of your, your dream investigation. Um, have you thought about that or is there other places that you're interested in? Uh, I was thinking of going to this haunted castle, uh, that, that I saw on Facebook. I don't know where the place the castle's at, but it's like really huge, and I heard, I, uh, I heard that it's haunted. I seen it on Facebook, but I told 
made me about it and she said we might get a chance to look at it so and what just what what kind of drew you to that is there something in particular about it is there a story associated with it that is interesting to you just the looks that seemed interested mm-hmm. to me like i wanted like ever since i was little i always wanted to become a paranormal investigator and i finally got the chance to become one and so it sounds like and you know when you were at the stanley you you played the ouija board you have found Haley, this ghost that followed you have you had any other experiences like that where spirits or may attach themselves to you or followed you from an investigation maybe because uh, like when i moved when i moved out on my own three years ago or something like that when like it was like after 2019 got an apartment by myself and me and my friends were in my apartment and we saw my backpack off I saw my backpack go off the hook on the rack. Like it just picked up off the rack and and hung yeah. there, or did it just fall? <laughs> it it like lifted up off the hook, and then it came off and floated in the air for a second, and then it dropped down. And you're all just sitting here watching this happen. Yeah, we we couldn't really do we couldn't really do anything because like there's nothing to do. Wow! And this yeah. this like was this during the day at night? Was this following some adult beverages or like what? <laughs> what was I don't the situation know. Happening here? I, I, I don't know. It was like during the night sometime. So yeah. <laughs> Was this before? Was this before or after you were playing the Ouija board and got? It was like way after that. Okay. Mm. So I, it, yeah, I mean, it just seems, yeah, it seems to me that you might be a little bit open to things. So, because it, oh, yeah. you talked about your friend. So, did your friend have any other experiences, or was everything just kind of centered around you? Probably just centered around me because he hasn't said anything to me yet. So, okay. yeah. So this, I'm wondering if maybe you're just a little bit more receptive to it or open to it, or they're drawn to you in some way, shape or form, but it seems yeah. that, you know, they, whether they, you seek them out um, on purpose or whether it's accidental and they just kind of cling on to you. Um, so, cause it sounds like you've had these experiences in multiple locations. So it's not necessarily yeah. the locations themselves aside from your investigations, but it's more of these things may be attaching themselves to you. And, you know, until you kind of maybe recognize them almost, I mean, you said, you said goodbye to the ones and they haven't bothered you since, but um, yeah. as yeah, as long as you're, you're willing to have them around, it seems like they want to want to stay. Yeah, I don't know why that's the case, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and so with that, you know, you you understand that these things can happen. Like you said, you know, Haley followed you from the Stanley. Does that add any kind of sense of, you know, a little bit more tension when you go on these investigations that something else might follow you home? Or do you do any kind of cleansing or, or prayers or anything like that when you're done with an investigation to make sure that doesn't happen? 
Well, I do have this kind of necklace thing to help. It's like a black crystal with my birthstone on it. It should, it helps with like non, well, it helps me like with having bad spirits, bad, bad spirits around me, like not come along, you know? It's like a protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Protection. It's a protection crystal. Well, definitely keep that with you when you go to that cemetery over overnight. <laughs> yeah. You've yeah. been a great guest, Jacob. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all your stories yeah. with us and, and good luck on, if you'll have to come yeah. back, it, you'll have to Very come back after um, you do that cemetery or other investigations. It would be great to hear your stories. Yeah. Thank you. Well, yeah, again, thank you so much, Jacob. And I guess if, Nobody else has anything else to say? We'll let you take it away, Mom. Thank you for listening. And remember to keep that night light on. Good night, sweet dreams. If you have a story to share, Please send it to not your mother's bedtime story at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at not your mother's bedtime story. And please help us grow by following us on your favorite podcast platform, leaving us a positive review and telling a friend. Thank you for your support. <laughs>